Ramble. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to your favorite podcast. Pretty basic. Hey, Rem. Hi, Loshi. People were so happy that we were finally back together recording, and I have to agree with them. <laughs> it still feels weird. We've been talking for like a straight hour, but then as soon as the mic comes on, I just get like nervous. <laughs> I don't know why. Hello. It's good to be back. We're in my office. Great to be back. If you guys did not listen to last week's episode, we actually went through and talked about a whole bunch of our all-time favorite products that we have been loving the past few months during quarantine, also just in general, um, and I loved how we both had bought a lot of things because of each other. Oh botten. yeah, did you get this? not a word. Bot. I always used to say botten. I think it's a YouTube thing. And Kaylee, my whole life has always been like, it's not a word. It's not a word. It must be a YouTube haul thing. I think so. I like, I got, or I just, I don't even know how I would use it, but I always put it in hauls. Like mm-hmm. I'd say it when I went, like did a haul. Yes, I agree. I just realized right now I didn't link anything either. So I'll get on those links. Oops. Did you link anything? Nope. <laughs> oh, we will get back to the links. Don't worry. If you guys check now, the links are fresh and live on last week's episode. We are both here. We are comfy. We have our coffee and our tea. Mm. We are fully pretty basicified ready. Um, and yeah, let's what should we even just say what this episode is? They already see the title. Clearly they clicked oh, on yeah. it. I mean, I guess so. I don't know how it popped into my head of like this topic, but we started to like dive into it and I just thought about like it'd be funny to do do's and don'ts of a relationship and so we were thinking like very basic things like friendship relationship like a romantic relationship platonic relationship whatever it is and then we really dove in and thought about like funny other ones like what do we have like people you don't vibe with people you've had beef with co-workers just like a whole list because you really do encounter so many different people in your life exactly even you know there, there's bound to be someone who you don't like some at some point in your life like how do you go about those relationships so we basically thought it'd be really fun just to dive in go through it all um so you know, grab a notebook, take some notes. Please also know <laughs> that not. this is just us. This is this is just this is how we handle it. We're like, you know, growing as people every day and like trying to figure out how to go through life as best as we can. So please don't um, take this verbatim. But this is just advice from us that we've learned. Um, we can take a unsolicited advice. Shout out Ashley and Taryn, their podcast. Go Shout subscribe out. to it um, where they give advice to everyone. But yeah, it was funny because when I was, you know me, I'm the organized like I need to have an outline kind yeah. of thing for this stuff. I, did you see mine look how did good you make one is. look at this oh my, wait yours is better than mine really <laughs> yeah oh my god I'm so excited um when I was doing it almost every single thing I kept wanting to reiterate that everyone is so different like every relationship is so different my relationship with my mom is different from your relationship with your mom or mm-hmm. my sister or my ex-boyfriend or my best friend well it's obviously you know yes. it's the same yeah, but same same <laughs> no but I thought about that even writing down like um we did best friend's boyfriend and I thought about how you would handle Cal and how Kaylee handles count it's like completely different but both are great within their own little world exactly so I guess this is our top of the uh, podcast episode disclaimer just saying obviously <laughs> we're really trying to cover our asses <laughs> we in really case are. someone does no, it no, no. it doesn't work we are making it so clear that if things go like to shit for you this it's is not, not our fault this <laughs> <laughs> is not our fault um but yeah oh my god okay so I think we should start with the relationships that are kind of like like you know whatever like not what do we write? Acquaintance slash coworker. Yeah. Just like in passing or even like um, the, the FedEx man just dropped by. Just like people that you like see, you know them, but you like aren't BFFs. Right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So what would you say is 
a solid do in um, that situation? A do for me is always introducing yourself because there have been some times where I don't. And then, you know, when it gets to be like too long and you like, like, let's say like the FedEx guy, like I now know him on a first name basis because when I first moved in here, we like introduced ourselves. So now I'm like, hey, JJ, what's up? Versus like, if I didn't, like, I don't know the UPS guy's name. And I like, every time he comes back, I'm not kidding. I get nervous. I'm like, shoot, I never asked. Now it's, I mean, now I it's weird. Now I could, but no. it's been like months. Wait, it's so cool hearing you even struggle with that. Cause I feel like I do too, but really? I just assume I'm a little like cloud of like anxiety, <laughs> like social bubble, <laughs> like, little, like from inside out, you know, the blue yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. No, but I have to agree. Cause I feel like I always struggle with awkward pauses. I think that's one of my things for me is I notice how much time goes by if something is awkward or people aren't talking and then that gets me upset and then that gets me more and then I'm like do I say something but now I'm thinking about what to say and then that's just stupid and it just like is not good but I do I love that like from right off like right off the bat just introduce yourself that's something I still struggle with Mm -hmm. like if someone comes up to me it's so much easier but I think that's something to remember is most people if you say something to them like they would love that or even say something back and something that I learned recently which I swear has changed my life already guys lay it on us assume approval like when you're walking up to anyone just assume approval that they like that they like you or that they like like you're a cool ass person so own it own it where someone like me it would be so I can easily get overwhelmed if I feel like oh like they're too good for me or oh they're too cool I'm really lame like little things like that thought I yeah, like the way that I would go up to Taryn, someone I know who loves me versus like a stranger is very different. But it's like, hey, like, why not just try to act the same with that? So I'll even tell myself, like, assume approval. No, so I, that's one of my dudes. I was actually getting my hair done and this girl walked in and I think she was just like a girl that works there. But the way she walked in was just like, hey, love, what's up? And like, so like light and like, nice. Open. I've never seen her before. And I was like, wow, like now I want to call everybody love because that made me feel so like warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And like, I just wanted to talk to her and like just share my whole life with her because she was just so like open and warm versus like walking in, like pretending like she didn't see me. Like I obviously saw her. Like it was just like, that'd be weird and just kind of makes everybody uncomfortable so be nice yeah I love that I feel like there's even times where whether it's like a meeting or something I can just I feel I'm not even gonna say imposter syndrome but I I just feel sometimes like it's this huge big room and I don't belong there sometimes or whatever but instead just like how she walked in and owned it like like have that same I don't know obviously not on like a super ego way where you're like I'm not like a bitch no it's just (laughs) Definitely just, um, yeah, assuming approval. Also knowing that like you're cool, like you're worth being asked questions. Like you're worth sharing your story. You're not boring. Like you're having worth that, that seat at that meeting. Yeah, completely. So I think especially when it comes to acquaintances, someone who you're not that close to yet, you know, you, you've had the small talk. You know their their first and last name. You know where they're from, but you don't know much more than that. Like now it comes to kind of opening up more like that's kind of what takes you from an acquaintance to a friend um so maybe even coming up with things that you're fine that like you're willing to like open up with obviously doesn't mean you have to share every single deep dark secret you're not Miss Remy Ashton because she makes friends anywhere (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you're more like me it can be really hard but I think it's really cool to like you know think of things that I don't know just like talk about your day instead of when someone says like oh how was your day like give them good a specific story that happened you know and don't assume that they're going to find it boring or anything I like the assume approval that's like right? a good way to go about anything yeah Literally anything and if they life. don't like you like that's not it's so that's fine yeah like not your problem do you have any don'ts for acquaintances slash random work people whatever it is I think 
I think especially with coworkers, I think a huge don't, I would say, why do I keep touching my head this whole, like, I can't, <laughs> she's my, thinking, my, head is, my hand's just been on my head, like, uh, hat this whole time, um, I think a huge don't, especially when it comes to coworkers, is I know it's really hard, I'm a very competitive person, but don't see it as a competition. Oh. Like, if anything, be competitive with yourself and let that be that. Like, if someone else gets a promotion over you and you felt like you deserved it, really try to see the long-term goals over, like, the short-term goals because maybe you actually don't want to have that promotion for whatever reason. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think so – maybe it's just – the stereotype of coworkers of like, oh, no one has your back and you're going to get screwed over. And yes, most of the time that's true um, because everyone's there for work before, like first and then friendship second. But I think if you go about it that way, it just makes it so much harder on yourself um, because then you're just looking over your back 24-7, who's going to get me opposed to, you know what, just stay in my lane. I'm going to do the better than I did myself yesterday. And your boss is going to notice that. You know? No, yeah, that was great advice. <laughs> I was like really taking that all in. I just put don't gossip about other people. No, oh that my god, will bite you in the ass. Especially, I'm sorry, I feel like we're cussing a lot this episode. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Um, I mean, obviously, like my quote unquote coworkers are just Eli and Sarah, and mm-hmm. so like of course we don't like gossip about each other. But I just thought of it when like when I was running these down, I thought of like. For some reason, I thought of a girl who works at a boba shop. I don't know why. I think I've been watching too much TikTok. But I just imagine like. You only have so many coworkers. Like word always gets around whether you are like working at a job or just in your friend group or whatever it is. Like word gets around and also I I don't know, gossiping about people, like it can be fun and like lighthearted when it's like, you know. What am I well, saying? no, I got you. Literally, I remember hearing this one time and it always changed my perspective. It's very cliche, but it's true. It's like People who only gossip about people really just don't know what else to talk about. Ooh, that's good. They're like, they either A, find themselves boring. They feel like they have nothing to contribute. So they're just like, oh my God, so-and-so said this. And they get attention from people because obviously everyone wants to know the gossip. But Mm -hmm. like at the same time, if they're gossiping to you and you don't even know them about their best friend, they're definitely going to be telling all your secrets too. And I think it's so easy for people to assume gossip and secrecy is like bonding, but it's not. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people meet a friend and then they, we both hate this person. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, my best friend just did this and blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Trying to like console them. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're your BFF. And then you realize your whole friendship is just made off of lies and gossip. And then you quickly realize that, Oh, they're probably talking about me too. So I've had people that I've legit have to, had to cut out of my life, not because they did anything directly to me, but I would see how they would talk about other people and then you just sit at home and then one day you're like wait they are most definitely doing the same thing about me to other people mm-hmm. I think also just gossip in general I like I love the celebrity gossip I love keeping up with like e-news and all that stuff like I love talking about that stuff with my friends but I think yeah if if you're talking about people that you know directly and people that you are directly in your friend group, then I think that's an issue. And I think that's actually a good way to like realize people you need to cut out. And also if you're doing it, then you need to stop. Total. Wow. Mic job. Thank you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The next category was boss and authorities in the workplace. Ooh. Pop off, sis. <laughs> this, is, this is her category. Okay, I just thought this was interesting after, after being a boss, after hiring employees. It was so different from the times I've interviewed for a job. Peter Pitt. Extreme PETA. Extreme PETA, damn it, every time. <laughs> like the times I've interviewed for a job and all you're thinking of, or even had friends, you know, and you're trying to prep, you're thinking, oh my God, what do I wear? Like, I want to say the perfect thing. I want to say the right thing. And it's almost like you only see half of the puzzle piece, like when you're interviewing, because you think that you have to act a certain way to get the job. Now being on the other side of it where I've been, I've, I think I've been interviewed at least like at least 12 people, which Mm -hmm. isn't that much compared to most people. But I felt like it's interesting how it's not even like what the resume says. It's so much more the vibe and it's so much more. It's I don't know. It's just I feel like sorry, I'm if it's the right fit or not. And you can tell it's so different just being on the other side because it's so much more about a vibe. Obviously, everyone's going to say they're a hard worker, but it's not about going into an interview to say all the quote right things. It's being yourself. It's just like dating in a sense too. It's like you want them to actually want you for you and your skills. And it's so much better to be honest in interviews than trying to sweet talk and say what they want to hear. And that's how you speak Mandarin when you don't know Mandarin. Literally. (laughs) It's like you, you just, I don't know. I think it's been, it's so different doing that. Also, I used to teach a drums and guitar class, um, back in like high school. It was like for elementary kids. And it was so funny also being on the other side of the teacher. When you're in a class, you think you can kind of hide from the teacher and they don't see you. You know what I mean? I thought you still could. I've never no, been a teacher. Literally being on the other side, you know, like you see all the kids, you can see which ones are or aren't paying attention. So it's just different. And I think obviously like in the workplace and even with your bosses, like for the most part, they can see you and see your hard work and what you're doing. So I think it's less about like having the awards and the resume and just like doing the hard work. Yeah, I put find the balance between work and pleasure. And I think both of us have been lucky enough to be able to hire people that were first our friends Mm -hmm. and then became friends slash also co-workers or um, employees. And it's been such a blessing and it's so much fun. And seriously, like it just reiterates the idea of YouTube not feeling like a real job. It's just like fun all the time. But I definitely, specifically with Eli, because I've known Eli since middle school, we've definitely had bumps in the road where it's hard to figure out the difference between when we're working and when we're not because we also hang out like 24 seven. So it's like, when is the work hours? When are we just hanging out as friends? Can I bring up work stuff during like are just when we're hanging out on like a Saturday night, like I shouldn't. So I've had to find that kind of divide between, okay, these are our set work hours. And then this is our time. We're just hanging out. And that's been like 
it's definitely gotten a lot better, especially just like changing up my environment and like even moving, whether it was getting the office or moving to the house. Now there's just so much more space to like create a divide. But I think that that was definitely very hard for us. Yeah. Another do is definitely think of long-term goals. I said that earlier. Um, I think even if you're doing an internship and maybe you hate it in the moment, like really think of why you're there. Like, don't just think of, I don't know, even this is another thing. Don't burn bridges. I am so so big on this. Passionate about this because especially for instance, just here, it's not just in LA, but here in LA, like everyone moves around jobs. So someone who used to work at, let's say, um, Disney now works at Apple. Like that's so common because the digital space is just pretty small. It's a small world once you actually get in it. Um, And not even in a manipulative way, but it's like, just be a nice person. Like you never know where people are going to go. You never know. Like, even if you hate working with a brand, the person who's actually giving you that brand deal may not, they're just doing their job. So like if they move to Apple, for instance, like, and they remember, Hey, like she was really easy to work with. You know what? Like, yeah, that was a Um, they were really strict at my last job, but I remember she like did it anyway. She didn't complain. Like I want to offer her this, whatever deal, like that's the same exact thing. And you just never freaking know. And I feel like I see so many people, so many influencers just like shit talking anyone, like burning bridges left and right. And I'm like, yo, like what's your actual goal to like, to be hated by everyone maybe? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you already have a following. What's your actual goal here? And obviously this, this is the same in any like workplace. It's like, never burn a bridge and even though it's like I'm such a big like I always love saying like be the bigger person and sometimes like you just don't feel like it but I do feel like I don't know just you never know I don't know you never know so also just be a nice person just be pleasant to work with I think that's it yeah and you're she's so big on not burning bridges there's so many times where I'm like I want to say this she's like no don't just keep it to yourself (laughs) be the bigger person I'm like okay fine but don't let people walk all over you. Yes. That's also bad. Another <laughs> fine line. A tightrope. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, we should talk about working with friends because I know we're not the only people who work with our friends. And a lot of people also make like legit close friends in their career. So we oh, should yeah. talk about that for sure. Yeah. I think um, if I've learned anything, a big thing that I learned was as much as you would love, love, love to work with your best, best friend, sometimes it's not meant to happen no (laughs) sometimes it is catastrophic to the friendship and then you're really sad but (laughs) I think I don't know it's just like not everybody's meant to be co-workers I think sometimes it's even harder to be co-workers it's like roommates Mm -hmm. and they were roommates like I became in in college I became best 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 friends with my roommate and I think that it worked out because I hadn't known her before Mm. and I mean sometimes it does work out when you move in with your best friend and it's great but like living with someone or working with someone you're like it's a whole new proximity that you've never seen before and sometimes most of the time it's really really hard to handle and a lot of times it's detrimental to the friendship yeah I think that's something that a lot of people underestimate including myself I think we've both had instances where we worked with someone um and it ended up not working out so well just because it feels so easy to be like hey I need help like like wouldn't you rather just come work for me like we can have so much fun we can like take pics we can travel the world reach into the choir um yeah and I, I you always hear the cliche thing of don't work with friends or don't go into business with friends but like 
it's hard too because look at us technically we have a business together with pretty basic true and then also um you know tk's my filmer we're really close like eli's your filmer so i think where i've landed on it because obviously i'm not gonna be like never work with friends and then here i am like clearly working with friends Mm -hmm is 90% of the time it doesn't work out, but 10% of the time, if both of you have such clear communication um, and realize it can be very fragile, like Rem and I, we're always having talks. Um, Even if it's something so small that like through one of us offer something, we'll bring it up to the other because we're just like, hey, we value our friendship. We've talked about this in previous podcasts before, Um, but you have to like make that such an effort, especially when you're working together because things come up even of like, you know, when money's involved, like, holy shit, like, that's just a whole other it's thing. Messy. Like, it can get messy. messy I feel boots. like so grateful that you and I see like everything, like the same page with all of that, but like, it can just get really messy or also, you know, if you are having your best friend, let's say like be your personal assistant, but then even though, yes, you're paying her, like your best friends, like doing your, like what your laundry or like random stuff like that. Like there's lines like it that too. Weird. Yeah. 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 And obviously like that's, it's just, it's just weird. And you never want them to feel like you don't appreciate them. So I feel like, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I think I really like how, for instance, with TK, she's more of the producer stuff. So I don't have her do like my quote bitch work. Like I don't have her like pick up my laundry or like pick up Chloe's poop or like little, (laughs) like, like that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that's something that I've learned previously of like, oh, like I should make sure that like she has her role and it's very clear what she's doing. So she would never question like, hey, am I doing this for you as a friend or am I doing this for you as like your work, like employee, you yeah. know, um, and being really clear with that. Um, also, like laying it out there, have contracts like mm-hmm. TK and I have a contract. She's very open about that. I'm very open about that. Like it just again, making it so clear what the expectations are and what they aren't. So then that way, when you are just hanging hanging out as friends you know you're just hanging out or like you know if we're if we're somewhere and I ask her to take a photo of me she can tell the difference if it's like hey like oh yeah let me just take a quick pic of you or like oh am I on the clock right now like I'm gonna get on my knees yeah like okay you know because that's also not fun and also we've been living together during this time too so like that makes it more complicated but um yeah I think just it can work um it can work it's just you have to treat it like it's fragile because you you have to be aware of how easily like people can take things wrong or get hurt or anything. And, um, yeah, even with us, like I just, I love how open we are with things. I think also you could attest to this too. Now that we've been through some unfortunate friendship turned employees that just didn't go as well. Now I think we're aware of like how much we need to communicate and also if it were to happen again and we were to feel again like we're walking on eggshells or something like we would easily nip that in the bud whereas before I think we'd like suppress so much like it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine when it wasn't fine so I think now if you know if anything with Eli were to come up and it were to feel uncomfortable I have no problem now sitting him down as a boss and be like hey I didn't like this I would like this to be like this next time whereas in the past when I had my first friend as an employee it was like I don't know what to do. And then you like go to your friends to talk about it. But then you also feel like, well, I don't want to talk like gossip. I don't want to talk shit about this person because I'm not like mad at them as a friend. It's like as an employee. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we've learned the hard way. So it's easier for our working relationships now um, to where it looks really easy. And I have actually had a lot of other friends being like, hey, I need a TK. Like, where do I get a TK? Or how do you and Rem work so well together? Like, it looks so easy, but it actually can be really hard. And I think, again, I, I keep going in circles, but yeah, basically just treat it like 
you care and it matters and bringing up conflict actually helps you like you said nip it in the bud like also I think something else that Rem and I do really well as well as TK and I is at any time if either of us feel like we're done working together like we are fine doing that like for instance, like if you were to be like, hey, I'm, I don't want to do pretty basic anymore. Like even if I was like, oh, I really want to, like I would respect your opinion and we would talk about it. And like, that's that. And even like with TK, like at any time, both of us can be like done. It's not like a you're stuck in this like five year contract. You're trapped. You're trapped. Forever. I'm taking advantage of you. It's like open ended. You know what? When any at any moment, if any of us feel like our friendship is taking the toll, then we'll make we'll cha- make a change. Definitely. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Okay, best friends, just friends in general, like close friends, best friends, do's and don'ts. Shoot them off. Oh, what's one of your don'ts? I put, oh, I put hold things against them. Yes. I would always have so many friends in the past that would just like, like grudges for things. Me. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> it was like so hard sometimes because like, I, I, I talk about this later on in my list, but just like people, I think this literally goes for any category, but like. Everyone is always growing and changing. And I think even like for a do, I put no judgment and allow them to grow and change. I think like that's a big thing as to why you and I got so close was like I was going through my wild child phase. And like I had so many wonderful friends who were so sweet and understanding, but you especially were like, let her do her thing. And I like really appreciated that because that's what I needed. And you never judged me. You just let me do what I wanted. And then when I cried, you hold me. And then when I wanted to go out, you go out with me. Like that's all I needed. So like I never felt like I couldn't come to you with anything too because I knew it was like a judgment free zone. Oh, I love that. And you would never hold anything against me. Like everything that you did is like the model friendship I think for what oh I have. Oh my god. I mean well, it. What's so funny though is I've definitely held grudges before in the past. So it's funny because like with you I didn't but like also with other people I did. So I think it's interesting again like seeing how you can grow. Grow and change. And yeah I think that is a huge thing. Like don't I will say it's easier said than done because there are some people that I still not like every day think about, but there are sometimes where I'm like, damn, that really sucked what they did to me. Yeah. And like, I don't hold it against them, but like, it is hard to forget things sometimes. So like, I totally understand that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of my don'ts for sure is definitely don't hold things in because for me, that's probably something you wrote down. I put it, I put <laughs> don't bottle things in. Don't bottle things up because in the moment you feel like you're doing the better thing of not talking about it or it's okay I'll get over it like I know she didn't mean it that way or even just keeping in things to yourself that maybe they didn't do anything but in your head you've made this whole narrative and even if you're just feeling underappreciated like 
you should say that. And for me, that's been extremely hard over the years. I think it's like, like, honestly, if I ever come to Redmond, I'm like, hi, like, can I say something? Oh my God. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, what's going on? Like I, but I think it took you like someone again, who I felt like really safe with to be able to be like, okay, like it's fine if I voice my opinion, like we're not going to end in a huge fight. Like it's gonna, it's going to be okay. Um, that's something that I wish I learned literally back in like middle school. Like for some reason, it just felt like all my friendships ended in a really bad way. And I always associated like talking about my feelings with that when like, that's not the case. Um, so I think uh, yeah, I think definitely don't don't bottle things in. Learn from me. I do the same thing too, but I think like thinking back to middle school or high school, like everybody's just like going through a lot of hormone changes yeah. and like everything feels catastrophic. So like not to defend your friends for like freaking out at you, but like, or for making you feel like you couldn't talk to them about things. But like, I understand, like even when I was like 21, 22, I would do the same thing where like I'd want to talk to people but I'd get so nervous that it would like end up in this giant fight and then we wouldn't talk and then it'd be like, it caused me so much anxiety Yeah, and I wouldn't sleep and I would cry all the time because I felt like every friendship was just going to crumble. But a big thing that I also have learned throughout the years and it's, I've gotten much better at it is if it's, if something's bothering you, just like simply voicing it. Yeah. Like how you said, like if, I don't know, like something small happened. I'll just quickly shoot someone, te- uh, someone a text and be like, hey, just letting you know, like I'd rather tell you now. Oh, I did, I did this to you recently. Mm-hmm. Or I was like, I'd rather tell you now because it's like not a big thing at all. But like I could see if I let it prolong. Linger. How even like I wouldn't get more upset as time went on. But if I were to bring it up in like three months, then it would seem like I was just like inside me. In. And it's like a yeah. passive aggressive thing. So I was like, just letting you know, this is how I'm feeling. I'm not mad at all, but this is how I'm feeling. And yeah. you were like so sweet about it. So it's just like in the moment, I think, to prevent any sort of preventing. Weather. Preventing. It is so underrated. It is. It's like either whether it's going to make you more resentful and like the timeline will make it actually worse or if like the way that you wait a long time just makes you seem passive aggressive just like don't deal with that just do it in the moment shoot a text make a phone call meet like get a coffee just be like hey when you did this I felt this way and also I used to like justify people's actions oh me so much we're like let's say something happened with like I saw a tweet from someone online and like it made me really really upset instead of like just shooting him a text being like hey like was this about me I'm so sorry if it is whatever it is I would like sit at home and like retrace everything I've come up with 50 different reasons as to why they might have done that when really in the end it could have not even been about me but I just caused myself like heart problems from it so (laughs) heart palpitations heart palpitations (laughs) just send a text make a phone call clear the air um yeah I think I used to always struggle with bringing things up like I said earlier um and even kind of like I said earlier, earlier in this episode of that assume approval, like if you really think about it before you even let that text, that's like, Hey, can we talk? Get you so anxious, take two steps back and be like, okay, I know we love each other. Like it may just be like a little bump right now, like whatever. But at the same time, it's like, try not to overanalyze and overthink about it and think of all those possible situations or what if I said this wrong and overanalyzing and overthinking because that's only brought like made things so much worse for me. Um, it's better to be like, holy shit, maybe I've done something. Okay. Like I'm going to like be open to hearing what she's saying. Cause I like, I respect her I, or him, whatever. Um, and then like deal, like you can get anxious later when the thing happens, but like before, like just getting so wrapped up in like all these possible scenarios and you're like, what did I do wrong? Like that makes it so much 
worse, I feel like. Um, or also just, again, this goes back to what we said about the boss thing. Like, don't have a resume that's what you think they want to say when it comes back to friends and they voice their opinion. Like, you know, if you were to come to me and say, hey, I'm so sorry, I, or hey, so sorry. Um, also, just like I said earlier with the whole boss and resume thing, don't say the right thing when you're in a fight with, don't try to say the right thing when you're having an argument with someone that they want to hear because they don't want to just hear it. They want you to genuinely mean it and believe it. So if Rem was to come to me and be like, Hey, I, I really didn't like when you said this to me, I shouldn't be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say it, blah, blah, blah. You should be like, Oh my gosh, I did say that. Like I'm, I didn't know it would come across that way. Like be real with your answer than like the stereotype generic deflecting, the deflective, like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. And then you're like, well, I apologized. You're like, yeah, but it didn't feel like you meant it. You know, like I've been there before too. Don't recommend that. It's kind of like what we were talking about preventing. It reminds me of therapy. Like you should go to prevent things from happening versus like only going when you're going through it. You know what I mean? Like that's how I personally feel with it. That's a really good plan. Yeah. It's like, I feel like my best therapy sessions have been when I go in and I'm like, hey, like, I don't even think I need this session today. It's a pretty good week. Like, I'm actually doing fine. Like, I'll save the money. And then those are always the the sessions that we're able to kind of dive in more and I can have more like realizations of things I did without knowing. I think because it's more, I don't know how to explain it. And that's, again, that's just me personally, but using it more as like a preventing thing versus like only when you have these huge fights and then you say sorry, but then it doesn't feel like you're actually sorry because you, you know what I mean? I feel like I've always said like, oh, I don't think I need therapy because every, the few times I did go, I'd sit down and be like, well, this happened and then I fixed it. And then this happened, but now it's fixed too. And then this happened. And then I'd leave being like, man, I just paid this girl to sit there and listen to me tell her, tell her I fixed everything. (laughs) But I could see by you working on yourself and you're able to learn how to kind of work through certain situations. Another thing that I said was this goes for, again, any sort of category, but I think specifically we get asked a lot about toxic friendships and it's to realize toxicity. And I know it's so hard in the moment to realize that either someone is being toxic or maybe you're being toxic to mm-hmm. the person or you're being toxic to yourself. Yeah, and I, I think that's such a strong word, but the, the real route, the reality is that we've all can be in an unhealthy place where we can't have toxic tendencies. So it's not this like, oh my God, they're toxic, like kick them out. It's like, no, no, no. Like let's be aware of when we get there. So like completely agree. Yeah. I think like a a way that I didn't even realize till right now when I was thinking about it, that I was being toxic to myself was. Wait, that's, I never like hear anyone say being toxic to yourself. That's deep. It made it like so much harder for me. And I still, there's certain friendships that I've, I haven't talked to people in years and they still do affect me on a pretty regular basis where you know, you have that idea in your head. And I like, I understand this is such a normal thing to fantasize about like, oh, they're going to be at my wedding. We're going to be best Mm -hmm. friends forever. But there were certain times where one of my relationships was so toxic that I, but I would cling on to the idea of like, oh no, every time we get into these massive, like huge, huge, huge fights that were so toxic for both of us that, but I would keep that idea in my head. Like, oh no, we'll be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to be best friends. She's going to be my wedding. It's going to be good. That, that would kind of like help, help me through and like keep walking on eggshells and like keep pushing through that friendship. When I had so many people in my life be like, Rem, this is toxic with a capital T. Like you need to end this for both of you. But I think what was so toxic to myself was keeping that idea of like every time, like, oh no, it's going to be fine. And like clinging onto it, which I think in turn has made it so much harder for me to get like past it. Like the way that we ended our friendship was like totally like 
actually pretty cordial and like somewhat mutual I'd say but it's been like the the trauma after that's made it so much harder for me because I was clinging so hard on to something that didn't need to really be a thing anymore Mm. that was just me though I think that's what can make it so hard when you think of the nostalgia with it or like oh but we said we'd be at each other's weddings or like oh da 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 and it's like you know, you always hear how you can have like soul ties or soulmates and they can be there for a certain time or season. And I like so strongly believe that. And like everyone's teaching you something. And um, obviously, I don't know, fights happen and stuff. But again, like we were saying, like you uh, or all of us allowing someone to say something that's just not okay to you, but like allowing it to happen is being like toxic to yourself because not putting up that boundary is what makes them continuously do it. And the reason why they're doing it, even if you can justify that maybe they're sad or they've been through a lot or they, they've had an extremely hard childhood. I feel like I used to always justify people's actions because I understood them. And I was like, yeah, well, if I grew up that way too, I would also be this way. And like, well, you can't hold that against them, blah, blah, blah. But if you actually love them, you have to say like, hey, I don't like when you treat me this way. It's not even about like, if I love myself, it's like, hey, like, well, it is. <laughs> it is about if you love yourself. It's about like, do I love myself enough to have this boundary? And do I actually care about them to want them to have to like, learn that that's not okay and like for their even um I've had talks with um like so many friends just about like hey maybe this is something I struggle with in friendships now is this something that I want to actually care to fix so that my future like relationship with my husband isn't going through the same thing it's like don't even just get through the one friendship that it's happening even if it's small because think about like even your relationship with your kids or like your future like in-law it's like what do you have to do today to make sure that those are better and if that means like swallowing your pride and not saying like sarcastic comments like maybe that's one you know like little little things can always grow into something bigger most people's fights are usually over something so small that just like um just like grew you know and like wasn't talked about and you always hear how communication is everything but um I feel like I'm still learning and it's still it's so hard I think it's so hard you that what you just said though carries on to the next thing where we were we wrote down like romantic relationships Mm -hmm. but one thing I wrote for do is be become so sure of yourself before you want to start a relationship but I actually as you were just talking right now realized that before I was in a relationship with Cal obviously all I had were my friendships before and Honestly, sometimes it felt like we'd always joke like some of my friendships in the past that I have now and friendships that I'm no longer friends with anymore. Like it's almost like a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like you and I used to talk literally more than Cal and I have ever spoken in my entire (laughs) life. But it's like, it, you have to also have your own views and also become your own person, even with those friendships. Yep. I think it's as much as I wrote, I also put don't lose yourself in another person, which is so easy to do oh when you God, get yeah. a boyfriend. But it's also really easy to do that with a friend too, mm-hmm. where you just start loving whatever they like. And oh, doing I've whatever so they been want. there. I've so been there. And then I just at 25 didn't know who I was and had a full on quarter life crisis. And I was like, wait, what? who am I? <laughs> but look at you now. <laughs> Yay. Um, oh my God. The FedEx van is here. JJ's here, everyone. Oh <laughs> love that well yeah I think definitely transitioning into romantic because we've kind of touched on it already I think a huge a huge do is so cliche but really just be yourself like again the motto the theme here is just don't change who you are for other people and I think um you know so many people do that because it feels again like a resume for a job that you're wanting it's almost like you want them to love you or them to like you or them to approve of you it's almost like you want to get the job like you want to get the the prize the validation yeah when in reality it's like 
what's your worth? Like, like maybe they're not good for you. Like, let's flip that, yes. you know, like be like, hmm, like maybe you're the one really interviewing them opposed to feeling like, oh, do I like fit your needs? Like, am I good enough for you? It's like, wait, are you good enough for me? I, that, mm-hmm. That's hard. That's a really hard one to get through. I also wrote communicate and compromise. Um, Cal is so nice and treats me like a princess and will literally do whatever I want all the time. And it's so nice. But I think also it didn't dawn on me to like a few nights ago. Like I appreciate it so much, but I started to almost take it for granted. And I realized like there's so many times where he wants to do things. Like even if it's as small as just like watching a TV show, like he's always just like, what do you want to watch? And I realized like, that's so nice. But at the same time, I also have to be able to compromise. So now it's like, okay, well we watched what you wanted to last night. And then tonight, We'll watch what you want or I'll watch what I want to watch, you know, whatever it is. It's just like small little things, but I never like realized how much or like um, he wanted to play his game the other night, but I wanted to watch TikToks together. So then I was like, Remy, TikToks watch together. TikToks by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like watch them by yourself and let him play his game. But it's like, you know, you have to compromise. And it's it, like he so willingly would have just sat there and watched TikToks with me and not said anything. So you have to like really... Put yourself in their shoes, I think. And I'm still learning this. It's still like a pretty newish relationship. But yeah, definitely communicate and compromise. I, th- I think that's so good. I love that so much. <laughs> Literally, it's like, like what do you do? Look, look at the ones I like today and I'll watch them yeah. all again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, that goes like that goes hand in hand again with realizing that like relationships are two ways, you know? I remember with my ex, I always, like, would get mad because I always, like, wanted to fight more. Does that, like, <laughs> make sense? Probably not. But, like, no, I sense. felt like I felt like he was really, like, oh, no, like, whatever you want to do. And I was just, like, I want to fight more. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to, like. Fight for me. <laughs> I want you to choose me. Like, no, I don't want to do everything I want to do all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, like, secretly, I'm, like, no, I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Girls are so insane. I catch myself all the time. I'm just, like. I don't even oh my god the other day I started crying in the morning because he like said a joke and it was like like you know like a little like funny like just pushing your buttons yeah I started crying and but I wasn't sad I was just crying and he came up and he's like oh my god I'm so sorry and I (laughs) I literally was like dude seriously I'm not mad I I really don't know why I'm crying I promise I'm fine but I was hysterically bawling oh I think it's a hormone thing probably but like girls are crazy girls yes (laughs) love yes um another thing I was gonna say is I heard of a couple I think I saw on Twitter or something they um they it was basically a couple during quarantine saying that every morning they would ask each other like hey what number are you at so if someone was at a 10 they'd be like oh I'm at a 10 or if they're at a four they would say a four um and they would say that every morning to each other just kind of like letting each other know like where they are that day so if they are a little like like sad or something if they'd be like yeah I'm kind of feeling like a four today then that way you're just like okay I know that you're a four versus like expecting a 10 um so I haven't tried that in my own dating life but you should try that let me know if it works I definitely will yeah I thought it was really cool because it's like you know maybe they only have a four but be willing to give a four effort you know, like give whatever you're able to give that day. And obviously with so much going on in the world today, there are a lot of heavy days where you're just like not a 10, you know? Yeah. Um, I haven't been a 10 for a while. Exactly. Sis. <laughs> and I think especially with relationships, like, you know, when you have your, such high expectations of, oh, like we're going to, we have a date tomorrow. Like it's going to be great, blah, blah, blah. And then you get and the other person isn't in the best mood. And then you let that affect you. I think it's so important to not take things personal. Um, you know, if someone is like not in a good mood or something and it's like, okay, like 
um, it's not that they don't love me. It's not that they don't care about me. Totally. They're just like feeling down. Like, how can I, you know, help the situation, whatever. Or give them time if they just or need to just chill. Them, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. we've all, we all have moods like that for sure. I love that. I also wrote have your own time to yourself, which I'm not mm. the best at because I like to just like always be with people. Together. Exactly. <laughs> I could easily do that on my own. But I think especially in quarantine, like it's been interesting to be in a relationship right now because you yeah. are together. 24 7 which I love <laughs> but I know definitely Cal could have his own time to play his video games and like play on his computer or whatever so like I've made the time now to either get my own work done or clean the house or cook something or like FaceTime friends whatever it is like just find something to do that is also fun for myself and I think especially in a time like this like you need to figure that out yeah it's been a long time for me obviously but I've had a lot of friends over the years just say how much um you know, that they're just with their significant other a lot. And I feel like I always tell them like space is so good because you just want to miss each other, you know, like you want oh, to yeah. like you you want to miss each other and just like can't wait till you can see each other. Um, You know, you think back to, you know, imagine having like normal jobs where you can't see each other till the weekend and you're just like dying for the weekend or even sometimes long distance is nice for that reason because yeah. you're like you just miss them so much, you know. Um, so yeah, I think personal space is great. I think it's actually extremely healthy for sure. Yeah, it sounds so That's a do. Healthy. Have some space, miss each other, and then it'll be great. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Do you have any don'ts? <laughs> I mean, there's lots of don'ts. I feel like we could do a whole other episode of don'ts for a dating relationship. Do's and don'ts. Um, I think one of my biggest don'ts is do not push them away and test them too hard like if that's your way of getting attention you're gonna be in such a have such a rude awakening if that's your defense mechanism and it sucks because everyone has their defense mechanism but some people like the people who are like testing and like I don't trust you I don't trust you I don't trust you eventually like you're going to drive them away because yeah. it's so hard to work with that. Like, and this is also for friendships or like dating relationships too, obviously, um, any type of relationship. But I think it's just so it's like, if that's your defense mechanism and you are aware, I think the best thing you can do for yourself, like not even for them, but for yourself, um, if you ever want to have a good relationship is to learn why, are, why do you have trust issues? Why are you doing this? Like, why is that your defense mechanism? I think looking in and being self-aware is such a huge thing. One of the do's of a relationship is really being self-aware because we all have faults. Like we all mess up. But I think that's something that I've seen time and time again, where the person who does it is like, oh, like, why did I do that? Like, I loved them so much, but it's like they drove them away. Why am I like this? That's yes. always what they say. Um, I fully agree with that. I wrote a funny one for a don't. Wait, I'm so ready. <laughs> it's funny and very niche to me. Um, maybe don't film your phone calls and then upload them on YouTube. <laughs> Yes, it's so funny. 
funny. There, you guys, there are so many stories where like I'm laying in bed at night. I'm like, oh my God, we've never talked about this. But it's like that era was such a great era. Hey, this era. is something that you had to bring up. I would have never it's brought it so up. so funny. Okay, so basically this is not romantic. This is not with... um like an ex-boyfriend it was just like with this guy that I was like hooking up with for a bit but <laughs> do you want to lay the scene oh she'll lay the scene this is iconic so there is this guy he was scum it's fine <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why pretty basic is pretty basic no like, this interaction actually. right now so <clears throat> Rem was you know just talking to this dude who like none of us were really a fan of but support you know <laughs> no judgment no judgment <laughs> Um, and a very, very, very intense phone call was supposed to happen, um, with said gentleman. And the problem was, was Rem, as you can tell, because I usually elaborate in the stories more, she tends to leave out small, minute details, (laughs) (laughs) um, to stories because she'd be like, oh yeah, like the call was good. Or like, oh yeah, the date was great. Well, also like, I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Like I I could try so hard to remember and I just physically cannot remember what just happened. And I usually remember everything, even when intoxicated. And yes, yes. Um, so <laughs> I don't. I don't even think I told you to do this. I think no, you just did it. It was in my head because here's the thing. You know when like this was obviously something like very big that was happening, where like a lot was going to happen in a short amount of time. So it was this like was a, a phone big call. phone call. Yeah, I think it was more. I forget what the phone you call was about. You were basically ending it. You were was calling him out. About? You were calling him out. Oh, I was like, you were like, Fuck you. this hurt my feelings. We're I did not so like much. this. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, blah, 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 blah. Like the first time you ever called him out because he apologized. You remember? Oh, no. He, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, he did not apologize. He was like, oh, yeah, I guess that was kind of shitty. Like, that's, <laughs> that was his apology. Like, I see. Oh, my God. This, Alicia was pissed. I was about pissed this. because you were like, oh, he apologized. And I was like, he did not apologize. <laughs> he said, yeah, I guess that was shitty. That is not an apology. I'm sorry. Like that is, ladies, if he this says is that, a big don't. that is not, that is a do not. <laughs> that is a red flag. Don't take apologies that are not apologies. <laughs> that was one of those things that I was like, God, please give me a sign that he's not a good guy. And then he did that. And I was like, I can't read. <laughs> I don't think I can read. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, Rem um, ends up recording the entire like 30 minute phone call. 40 yeah, yeah. Phone I call. pulled out my G7X. Guys, I popped that on the tripod. For, for Rem's legal safety, we are not going to disclose his name or the oh, location. We never will. Because in certain states, it's illegal to record phone oh, calls. Shoot. Other states, it is not, but we will not discuss where we were. Yes, sorry. <laughs> we were in Venezuela. Um, but okay, here's the thing. So I more so just did it because I knew there were so many people that would want to know what had happened. And even more than me forgetting, I was like, ugh, I don't want to like tell 50 different people yeah. what happened. So, so I chose to record it, upload it simply unlisted to my YouTube channel, send the link Imagine if you put that public. God, I would never. No. I would never. Oh, it's time to stand according to my Apple Watch. Um, I sent out the unlisted link and then I had everyone watch it. As soon as the last person that needed to see it watched it, I deleted the video and it's nowhere to be seen again. What's so funny though is um, Ollie listened to it and then I remember thinking it went like pretty well. <laughs> and he called me. Oh my God. And he's like, we, he went through it line by line to like what I thought he had said in my head oh my versus God. like what he would For instance, said. oh yeah, he apologized and we were all like, he did not <laughs> he apologize. Did not apologize. <laughs> so, 
um, that is a huge don't. Obviously, it can be very illegal, depending, as we know from the T-Swift Kim K drama, yes. it can be sometimes legal. Venezuela. Um, I just, yeah, like, wow. But that, that also opened my eyes to how girls, we, we really, this is a don't. Don't twist things in your head. Like, if they said, no, nah, I don't like that, don't be like, oh, he said he, like, he like kind of he kind of likes it. He says he likes <laughs> he going to the beach. It. He's like, no, I hate the beach. Like, don't have, don't put dialogue in your head for other people. I think honestly, like, as funny of a story that is, but like that was like me being like my craziest, nuttiest <laughs> self. Like, I would never do that anymore. I was just like in- immature and just like nuts. But I think truly. Like now, I would never do it again. Funny, funny little mem. Does Cal know this story? You know, I don't know. We he knows the beach, him. though, oh. which is even better. <laughs> okay, moving on. We've got best friend's boyfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is one of the main ones that I put an asterisk saying, everyone's different. Everyone's different. Yes. Yeah. It's hard because it's so easy to have a blanket rule of like, don't let your friends be friends with your boyfriend or don't let them hang out ever by themselves. But also there's times where, you know, you trust both people and they're genuinely friends. So I I feel like it's hard to have black and white things. So obviously this is just like from experiences we have had. If it applies to you, great. If not, don't even worry about it. Um, I think for me, a big one is there's been times where I feel like I've always like really gotten along with the friends boyfriends because I'm kind of an excellent third wheel. Um, (laughs) I'm just like chill. Like I'm like, if you guys want to make out, I don't care. But like also at the same time, like I'm just like chilling. Like I'm not going to be like, oh my God, you guys were like holding hands and not talking to me, you know? Um, But I've had um, a few friends who I felt like were just honestly weird about it. Yeah. Like really uh, like again understood the reasons why they had trust issues but it was really hard when they didn't trust me specifically because I'm out of all people I feel like I'm just not like that person yeah um so it just hurt because it was kind of like a character like stab to me it felt like but I will say even though I didn't understand fully like even though like I, I understood as much as I could and even though I didn't really think it was like the right way to go about it I still like respected their opinion that like they didn't even want me um you know following or texting <laughs> you couldn't even follow no. but see but like it's hard because like I know that specific situation and like if I were to put myself in her shoes like I get it no yeah but yeah that yeah is, that's hard on you that's hard on both it's of hard you. and that's and that's why I like I'm being so honest though like I still respect that because that's what they wanted and Yes, obviously, like it caused strain on our relationship. So like that's an open one. But at the same time, I wouldn't go behind her back and follow him anyway, even though I was like, no, it's fine. Like it's like, hey, I may not understand this, but I'm going to respect that opinion um, and respect your boundaries because those are your boundaries, you know. Um, So I think that's a huge thing just in general. I like I kind of forget because like if I were to leave you here with Cal or do whatever, like it it wouldn't even cross my mind. Granted, I haven't had any sort of guy in the past give me any sort yeah, of trust or if issues you've like had that? a best friend cheat with your boyfriend yeah, like yeah uh, I understand oh my god I would so understand why you'd be like hey I trust you but I just don't feel like 
I know I want you alone with my boyfriend. Yeah. Like, that's so, I, I think that's so safe and understandable. So I totally respect that. I remember um, when I had just met Kaylee, not, no, when I just met, I was like starting to date Cal. I was kind of like newish, like a few months in, Kaylee met him. Mm-hmm. And I left to go meet up with another friend, but Cal was at my apartment just like hanging out, doing something. And then Kaylee obviously came in and like was staying, she like came in early. So the two of them were just like hanging out. I think I, I went to go get dinner with a friend and um, I left them to have dinner by themselves at my place yeah and I thought it was so cute I was like this is all I wanted my best friends to get along with my boyfriend and I tweeted about it and I remember I was obviously like at dinner with another friend so I didn't check my phone oh my god I came back and both of them were like really upset and I was like what's going on and they're like check your tweet and I checked and like there were so many people replying being like damn girl like you really got guts to do that like I wouldn't do that you're so stupid like all these things and like I thought I didn't think it was funny I was just like oh it's kind of sucky but both both of them were so sad because they're like we would never do that like we would never even think and I was like no like I trust you of course like I think it's totally fine but I understand where other people's insecurities can come into it yeah I think I put don't hit on him duh don't hit on him (laughs) but going off of that though I will say I feel like a lot of um I think one of my biggest don'ts is for instance like cheating just rarely happens it normally starts with something small which is normally like emotional um like kind of connection like a trust like, like yeah complaint. it's yeah. like if I was to like cry to Cal and vent to him about all of my deepest sorrows like that's one of those things that's like that could be like sticky like that can be me- messy yeah you know what I mean because that like it always starts with something small that's innocent and then it just grows and grows to where like even emotional cheating is something you know what I mean oh, totally. like so I think it's like put again putting up those boundaries of like hey I'm not fine with this um, or even, you know, just knowing like, hey, even though normally like that would be fine, like I should be aware that, hey, like maybe that wouldn't be OK. And I'll get ugh, again, this is so hard because it's different for every single person. Um, and the people who replied to you probably had been cheated on and they're exactly. like, I don't fucking trust exactly. anyone. Um, you know, so I think that is a hard one. But I do think it's just like respect just respect people's boundaries and opinions and you know if you need clarity with it you know like maybe you did something and you didn't realize that like joking or like too much like it was like borderline flirting like maybe you weren't aware it's like be willing to be like holy shit I didn't know I did that I'm so sorry like I'm not gonna do it even if you're like but I was just being me like don't do that you know what I mean take accountability for your actions Period. Period. Period, sis. Okay, last couple ones. Oh my God. Okay, people you don't vibe with. I feel like this is more of just like a, you meet them, you're like, why do I not like this person? Yeah, you're like, like I just don't like you. Something's ha- like nothing had to happen. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you don't vibe. And that's something that was very, very hard for me for so long because I was always such a people pleaser, still am pretty much. And it was just so hard for me to be like, wow, I've known them for years. Why am I not best friends with them? And it's like, you know what? You're just not going to be best friends with everyone. And there's so many people that like, you know, they probably feel the same way about me. They're like, oh, damn, that Alicia girl, like I've known her for so long, but I just can't vibe with her. And that's totally fine. And I think just realizing that it's okay to not be best friends with everyone is so fine. And it's fine to have acquaintances. And it also, if someone just kind of irks you and you just don't like their vibe, that's totally fine. That's so normal. I think, yeah, like growing up, you think 
Like you're you're taught that like everyone needs to get along. Or and good versus evil. It's yeah, like black and white. Very it doesn't like, need to like be a big fight. I put just like be cordial in public settings, but keep your distance. Like you don't need to like DM them every day and like, oh my God, girl, like love your pic. Like be yeah. like fake or any way, anything like that. Like if you see them, like let's say there's like another YouTube person where you're like, ah, eh, they're like fine. We like don't like super vibe, but like that's fine. Oh, I hate that I'm saying vibe so much. Sorry. But um, <laughs> You know, if they come up to you, if you go up to them, say, hey, how are you doing? And then move on. Don't you don't need to go like say bad things about them. Just like leave it. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just I guess agreeing with that. Let it be what it is. Um, I remember also kind of another saying that really helped me was let awkward be awkward. Oh. So if it's awkward and you can tell there's tension, don't feel like you have to fill that space with words or you talking or acting a certain way or gossip literally if it's quiet and chill like be quiet and chill it's not like there's a spotlight on you where now everyone's thinking it's awkward or if they are thinking it's awkward it's a mutual all-around thing there's an awkward silence but it doesn't yeah they're also not talking so I think let let it be what it is and realize that you know again people have gone through things that you'll never know so maybe they're the way they are for a reason and if they're rude to you maybe there's a reason I feel like even times I've looked back and there were some like mean girls with um just kind of to me or rude or very not inclusive or very like just rude in general I feel like now knowing more about their story or even you know just things coming out over the years it kind of just makes sense and you realize it's not about you and they were just going through it or whatever or they had no idea but yeah I think just letting it be what it is and trying your hardest to not take things personal and I think that's when you really really love and value your real friendships because there are going to be people that you don't really love maybe they're a coworker, maybe they're even a family member or whatever it's just like do your best in that situation and it's not worth it to get involved in like the mean girl gossip drama whatever because it's just not like you don't want that completely last but not least we have people you've had beef with so people you actually have like known very well or, with or yeah, something. falling out with exactly a huge fight do's and don'ts I think a do would be this is something that I just recently kind of figured out um you know if you were to come across them in a social setting later whether it was even even an ex-boyfriend we can put exes in this category too oh yeah um be the first person to say hi because then it's on you to to say hi, say how you're doing, you're kind of more in control of the situation if you actually go up first. And then you can be like, okay, cool, well, I'll see you around, whatever. And then you're done with it. And then all night you're not worrying about, oh my God, are they going to talk to me? Do I yeah. go over to them? Blah, 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 blah. And it's just so much easier to, I don't know, I feel like it just, it does speak volumes when you put yourself in that situation to kind of go up first and say hi, if you want to, obviously. Um, Obviously, there's times where you may not want to at all. Um, so I think that would definitely be a do for me. Yeah, that's kind of similar to what I wrote. I put figure out if you want to communicate with them or not. Ahead of time. Yeah. So I think whether that's like you see them in person or online or if they're trying to text you. Like I've had people reach back out after something has happened and they're like, hey, like I'd love to like talk about it when it's been like years down the line. And I'm like, I've always replied like, hey, like really appreciate you reaching out. But honestly, it's just like in the past now. I'd rather just like not talk mm-hmm. about it like it's behind us now. Or um, even in the moment, there have been times where I've realized like, oh, shoot, like, again, going back to that, like, wait, they're talking about other people to me. Like, they definitely are talking about me to other people. And there have been times where I'm like, okay, it's not even worth my breath to, like, 
tell them that I noticed this or whatever because like of course they're just gonna be like oh no like I'd never yeah. when like you can't shake that like you know inside yeah. so at that point I'm just like okay like I'm just not gonna talk to them anymore like I'll just distance myself like that's you kind of have to pick and choose for every situation obviously but I like um, that I like having a a game plan for for yourself because also people do change I do think that but also your experience speaks more volumes than people a person saying that they've changed yes so I do think that's a huge thing too where even if you know it's just like a cheating ex coming back even if they say they would never do it again and they're a new person you're like cool but I still have my like past your past experience to you know not validate that you know so I think it's just trusting your gut is a huge thing and if you don't want to talk don't talk if you want to keep that distance then keep the distance um I do also think it's really important just to not yeah when people do come back because a lot of times they they will is yeah oh my god I think it's the same thing I think you don't have to like take back every single person that comes back because I've had people come back and say they want to like hash it out and I'm like or they don't come back yeah oh Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of times they don't Mm -hmm. come back sometimes when they do come back you can like either hash it out and like move on for like I've had friends that I've been able to move forward and it's like nothing even happened and it was just like a little blip in the road but you took like years off which is so weird or I've had people come back that are like they want to patch it up and you're like actually I I just think it's better if we just like we both have moved on we've grown like let's just leave it in the past I think it's important to think of it as a new friendship like it honestly is starting from like ground zero again and if you think about it even if you have 10 years of friendship beforehand you know you're a new person especially if you haven't seen each other for years like you've grown so much so at the same time you don't have to think like oh my god well now we're gonna be bffs again right off the bat it's like no actually that's a huge red flag you should definitely take time like relearn each other like learn about each other grow like just restart a friendship basically so i think that's a huge do slash don't so don't make sure or yeah so don't don't just be best friends like right off the bat again like it's okay to kind of build your trust I fully agree with that and then for don't I wrote this just because it's so like specific to our jobs and like I've I've talked about this before how um there have been times where I just want to make a video there's been times where I've I've lost friends and I choose to not say anything about it because I partially like want to protect them sometimes because I don't want people to like gang up on them also I just like I just I would I would rather move on from it and so if I were to talk about it it would just drag things back up again and it was already hard enough to lose a friend so you know you go through this whole like back and forth with yourself but um a big thing I think is just don't air your dirty laundry out online because I've made the videos before I've literally sat down I've woken up in the morning like I'm There's gonna do so this. There's been so many videos there was even one uh like For earlier years last- I've done no, this no, to no. you. Even like um not that long ago that you sent it to me and I was like, yeah, maybe let's like not put that yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> keep that in the draft, sis. I like, I'll wake up. This happens to me all the time. I think that it is a side effect of never saying anything and then to this day still getting asked like years yeah. later, like what happened? You're like, I'm over it. I'm just going to tell you that they but were that's like also a compulsive the case, liar. That's the case with any relationship. That's the case with even people who aren't on social media, like, or not, sorry, who aren't YouTubers. Like most people have in, like Instagram. So even when it's the those sly um comments or the captions that are you know, subtweets and all yes. of that it's like just don't even go there because true advice is happiness is the best revenge like honestly live your life and be happy like when you're doing petty comments mm-hmm. on instagrams it's just shows that you're hot and bothered and it's like no it's just not it's a no that's a don't don't do that <laughs> yeah i agree i think just 
as as like it seems like it'd be so much easier and like trust me again i go through this i'll wake up i'll film the video i'll send it to alicia and she's like nah not today i'm like okay <laughs> but like it's it, therapeutic it's good though to, yeah, so it's, it's good to get it out and i feel as if like I it's almost like people know now like my side because I've learned also by not saying anything that's kind of saying something within itself but at the end of the day I've never regretted not saying something did I say that correctly never regret it yes I've never regretted not saying something because it's just not in my human nature to do that yeah and and you're talking about like yeah like just airing yeah all the drama and all that kind of stuff um wow oh my god I kind of loved this episode this was therapy within itself I I didn't know I still felt that way about um that guy you were talking to (laughs) (laughs) the way she fluttered her eyes when she said something was so funny she just rolled in bed so hard oh man I know we didn't like cover every single relationship kind of thing so if you guys want a part two to this with more specifics like family or anything like that let us know um and definitely let us know what other episodes you just want us to touch on I love doing this topics I feel like we used to do a lot more topics Mm -hmm. um like friendships and dating and stuff so definitely let us know other topics you want us to talk about because we'd love to give you guys our unsolicited advice (laughs) Shout out Ashley Terrence. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe. Keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.